episode of the dark side of your authenticity if i am coming at you with a third episode of the day it's usually something pretty good profound and it's a longer episode because most of my episodes are one to three minutes long and so this one today is the counterpart to the episode earlier this week which was the authentic positive mindset warrior um that was a challenge that i put out to people in my Facebook group. So every Monday I put out a challenge. I want you to go check that out by clicking the link in the description of this episode to get into my private Facebook group called Be Authentic Positive Vibes Community. It's a community of authentic people like me, man. People that are real, people that connect with one another and people that talk about truths when it comes to being positive. Okay. It's not unicorns, rainbows, and candy. It's stuff that is is real. It's legit. And the stuff that I post in there and talk about 90, I'll say about 99% of it, you'll never see on social media, like outside. I'm not going to post it on normal social media. I'm just not. It's for the group. And it's it's about, you know, really, you know, deep insight that I'm just not going to give to people that are outside of the group. It's an intimacy thing. I want to be connected with real people and interact with them as much as I can. So I want you to click the link in the description of this episode, Be Authentic Positive Vibes Community. So that you can get your access in. So today, the dark side of your authenticity. Now, first of all, if you're first to come into this episode and even learning about me, thank you for joining me. My name is Fred Blumenberg, Positive Mindset Coach. I want you to find me on any social media platform, anywhere, at The Real Fred Lee. And I thank you for listening. Um, my returning listeners, you know I got love for y'all. <laughs> y'all are my originals. I love all of y'all. Please leave a, a review on this podcast, please. Because it helps me out. And it also helps extend authentic positivity. Now, the dark side of your authenticity is really about tackling uh, today's challenging moments, the bad and the ugly. It's about tackling the bad and the ugly and purposely looking at how we can positively impact these terrible moments that happen to us. Because, you know, it's, it's great to think positively, but thinking positive doesn't necessarily change a situation. It shifts your perspective, which is good, but then you have to take action in that direction. So on these episodes, I give you my bad and ugly. I give it to you. I tell you where I stumbled, where I fucked up, where I failed, where I look stupid, embarrassed myself. I give you that. And that's the part that I talk about being authentic. When I talk about being authentic, and you hear me say that word a lot, it's about showing, exposing, and being vulnerable with your good, bad, and ugly parts of your life because you're human you are human and most of society is not going to show that online they're not going to show that on social media and i get it everybody wants to hold up an image they want to hold up their facade and and they want to show that they beast out all the time and never have a down moment and it's 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 almost like (laughs) it's almost like being a comedian You know, you can tell jokes to people and you can be funny, but you can't be a comedian 24-7, 365. Like, you will not survive that kind of life because no one will ever take you serious. No one will ever want to be around you because you're constantly telling jokes. And you're just not a well-versed person. You're not a person that's well-rounded. You're not a person that can, you uh, you know, conversate with anybody. You're just a jokester. And so... 
That's what social media is littered with right now. A bunch of people that seemingly beast out and are doing great. But, you know, the pandemic last year should have taught you a lot. Because all of a sudden, those saying beast mode, you know, by this program, they were gone. They were nowhere to be found. Did you notice that? They, they weren't selling any programs. They weren't shouting from the rooftops how great they were doing. They weren't showing any um, pictures or videos of themselves in some crazy, beautiful place. What was funny to me was that I saw a lot of workout gurus gone, missing in action. They weren't posting anything. And what was funny to me about that is that you, you don't have to necessarily be in the gym to work out. You can show me some in-home workouts. Show me something. So for me, that was more of a, what's really going on, man? You can't show me what's really going on, how you look behind the scenes. Like you got to be polished off and in front of everybody peacocking. That's kind of odd that you're nowhere to be found. A lot of them were showing old videos and or old photos of where they used to be and what they were doing. And they were not curating new content. They weren't showing themselves currently. They weren't being authentic. There were even some gurus that I saw that were waiting on the stimulus check. I need a check. I get that. Shit, I got four kids. I needed the check too. You know, I'm early in my entrepreneur journey. I started in 2015. I'm not beast mode yet. But a lot of these gurus and and people that were supposedly beasting out, all of a sudden, they were gone. And they weren't beasting out anymore. And so I tell you that because I want you to really understand, you know, why I talk about being authentic often is because I want you to understand authenticity is about being real, being genuine, being human and being able to show all of these traits about how you live life as a human, not as someone who's living some altered, you know, fictitious, you know, reality that you're trying to create. I remember I followed someone and all they talked about was beast, beast mode, beast mode this, beast mode that. Everything is beast mode. That's all they fucking talked about. Meanwhile, this person had kids. They had a life. They had some stuff that I had to go back deep in their history and read about because they hadn't talked about it so long. They had some serious shit happen in their past. And I, I remember listening to this person. And I remember thinking, why don't they talk about that? Like it was serious, bro. Serious. Like life-altering stuff. I'm like, why don't they talk about that? And, and, and it's not... I want you to understand something. When I hear this person constantly talk about beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, it doesn't register to me why. Like, what's your reasoning why? Because no one just comes out, just talks about being a beast. It's easy to be a beast when everything's going your way. But tell me about shit when things fall apart. That person never did that. So I remember being on their website and I crawled back into you know one of their... I don't know, they wrote a blog long, long time ago. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But why don't they state this now? Why don't they show the human side of themselves? Why don't they show their family? Yes, I want to know about that because you have a life. And if you want to connect with real people, then you're going to have to show your life. Yes, welcome to the new world of of social media reality. <laughs> You can't just hide yourself behind some nice cropped image and try to show everything that's perfect. So the dark side of your authenticity is about tackling the bad and ugly. I'm going to give you some bad and ugly today. I want you to look at the title. We're talking about how I had troubles in my personal life I had where, when I had no drive, no focus, and I became bored. 
And I'm going to tell you exactly what happened just with my story and how things really broke down. Um, In 2015, I uh, lost my job. Um, I resigned from a job that I was working at in school in Schaumburg School District 54 in Schaumburg, Illinois. And this was after working, you know, just a decade in the school system, a decade plus. And it was at that moment for me that I was like, you know what? It's time to make a change, man. It's time to make a change because I'm just wasting time, wasting life. Now, at that point, I was 37. So I go back to tell you when I told you about the guy that I told you about earlier, about how this person, you know, he had a story. He had things going on, but he'd never tell you about him. I am the person that's going to tell you about my faults, my mess ups and my past because I want you to know about that. Okay, and so the most important thing is that I want you to know how I got here. Um. And I'll even tell you recent stuff, but today I really want to go over. We're talking about how I had no drive, no purpose, no focus, no nothing, and how I became bored and why. And I'm going to tell you, you know, when I when I talk about um, uh, this this episode, it really is the antithesis of Monday's episode, which was a challenge to say, hey, what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your time and how are you making the right choices so that you are, you know, being productive with that time? Because if you're not utilizing that time, you're just really wasting it. So at 37, I was staring 40 in the face, man. You know, I was, I was, um, I, there was no way that I could look at myself and be like, yo, I'm young. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm young. But I want you to th- understand when somebody's looking at 40, they're like, oh, shit. Like, this is where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> so... My typical days, and I'm going to give you what they look like, I would wake up every morning just trying to get to Friday. That was, I had an app, I can't remember what the app was called, but it was one of those countdown timer apps, and I would count down to Friday 3.15 p.m. Friday 3.15 p.m. was the magic mark, because that's when I got off work. Technically, I got off at 2.45, but oftentimes I helped the teachers while I was at school, so I didn't leave until 3.15, and plus my wife left at 3.15. So Friday, 3.15 p.m., I'd put a timer on, and I'd look at that timer. And every day, that's all I wanted to get to was Friday, 3.15, because at that point, <clears throat> I could party. It was party time. I could go out, drink, have fun with my friends. It was the weekend, and I, I could turn my brain off from things that were going on in my life. So for me, when I would get up every morning, this is every morning all the way through to Friday, I had wasted mornings. I would get up, I'd shower and eat, but it would be just me trudging through the morning, dreading the day. I had no drive, no focus. The only drive and focus I had was Friday 3.15. This is no lie. Like that was all I had. That was This is my bad and ugly. Like I would get up and I would look at my app and be like, damn. Okay, so today is Wednesday. I'd be like, damn. Okay, two more days. Just got to get through today. Hump day. <laughs> Anything to motivate me to get to work and get through work today. And so I would shower and eat. And even while I was eating, I would just sit there and watch the TV and just dread having to get up, get in my car, take this drive to get to work. I would dread it. I would dread it. It was a half hour drive, but I would dread it. So while I was sitting there eating, watching TV, I I would just, I I would, my mind would just be focused on entertainment. I would entertain my mind. I'd be watching sports. I'd have my phone in my hand, checking out what's trending. And it was entertainment, man. That's all I was doing. I was wasting time. 
because I had no driver focus. Now, the reason why I say this is because this is how most people live their lives. And they wonder how time passes them by and they wonder when they have time to do anything. I would get up in the morning and pretty much, the, I would say about a, two hours, because I'd get up at 5 and about, I'd leave it around 7, 15, 7.30. So you're talking about two and a half hours that I had that I would just waste. Now, normal people would be like, well, you have to shower and you have to eat. Yeah, but dude, what could I do with my downtime? Because for me, at that point, my downtime was watching TV and catching something trending on social media. That's what I was doing with my time. And... I couldn't deny it because that's what I... Now, again, normal people would say, oh, well, you're waiting to get to work. Yeah, but what can I do with that time? Because I supposedly had no time. That was my problem, man. So I would dread work. I would leave the house late on purpose. I can't remember the uh, exact time I would leave, but it was... God, I had to be at work at 8.15, right? And so, no, 8.20. So I would leave the house. I was supposed to leave the house at 7.45, but I would leave at like 7.51. Remember, it's a, I told you it'd take me 30 minutes to get there. And even getting there, I'd have to cross some train tracks. So, you know, I'd have to beat this train. And sometimes I'd get caught by it, and then I'd get mad. I'd get mad at the train. How the hell am I going to get mad at the train? I'm the one leaving fucking late. I'd get mad. I'd be like, damn, now I got to rush. Now I'm speeding. Oh, yeah, there were some mornings I got some speeding tickets. And so this is how my morning went. By the time I got to the job, sometimes I would get there early. I would get there a minute or two early, but I could never bring myself to go in any one, two minutes early. I couldn't do that because I didn't want to give the job any more time than it deserved. And this was my mindset. No lie. In 2015, this was my mindset. I was not going to give them one more minute than they deserved. And when it was time to go, I was not going to stay one more minute past. That was my mindset, bro. Because I had no drive, no focus. I didn't care. It was like a prison sentence. All I wanted to do was get uh, get my check and be done. And so I would get there one minute late. And we had to, they had a key key entry. They called it a fob. FOB. I don't know what the hell it stood for. I don't care. But I would key in and it would obviously it's given the time of when I'm coming in 821, 22, 25, 89. You know, I never came in early, so it wouldn't be like 819. Like it was. And then they would bring me in the office like, yo, you, you clocking in late. What's up? And I'd be like, dog, look, man, excuse, excuse, excuse. So I'm telling you all of this so I can paint a picture here. That's how I went to work. I dreaded work, man. I would leave late to get to work. I would arrive late. I did the minimal amount of work I could do at work because I had no drive. I had no focus. I was just trying to get through the day. Does this make sense to you? Right. So uh, I was preoccupied with how do I just get to the end of the day? I'd be that guy that look at the clock and be like, damn, the clock is moving slow, bro. Like why? And I'd look at my phone, I'd look at my app, I'd be texting people. Like, bro, I was just dragging ass. Because, again, no drive, no purpose. I was bored as fuck. Like, I was bored. It didn't matter what was going on. And, in fact, when I was working at, um, I worked in a special ed uh, building, I I loved what I did, but I had, that wasn't what I wanted to do. It was just to get a paycheck, man. And, And I didn't have any focus. So, I tell you this for... The simple reason that after I got off that job, I would work out. I was motivated to work out. I loved working out because working out, I felt alive. 
It was what I wanted to do. I would put myself through rigorous pain working out. I loved my progress while I worked out, no matter how small it was. I loved how I felt after my workout, like beast mode. Dude, I felt like I had complete control of what I was doing when I worked out because it was what I wanted to do and I had specific goals that I wanted to achieve and personal records that I would break. Dude, I loved it. And what I should have been doing was paying attention to what's in that that I can use in life. Listen to what I just said because I said something really important. When I worked out, I fucking loved it. I loved it. I knew I was going there and I was going to put myself through some pain. I knew that. I knew I was going to push some heavy ass weight. I knew I was going to be on a treadmill not wanting to run, sweating my ass off. I knew I was going to hurt. But I loved it. And I didn't have to be motivated to do it. It was something I looked forward to. Rain, sleet, shine, snow, hail, (laughs) tornado warnings. I was at the gym. I tracked my progress. I love to achieve personal records. I was motivated by the littlest shit. And so I should have been paying attention to that. Because everything that I did while I worked out was something I should have applied in life. And I tell you this because when I was done working out, I, I, was, I was exhausted. And I went back to being unmotivated again. Because I had no drive, no focus. I was all of a sudden quote unquote tired. I just wanted to chill and watch TV. Because I had no life focus. So... What I really want you to take from this episode today is that if you find yourself with like you felt like me with how I woke up in the morning and went to work and you dreaded work and you could relate to all that, that means that you are not driven. You have no drive. There's nothing for you to be driven towards. That means you have no goals. You haven't clearly defined your goals, man. You have no focus. When you have no focus, you don't even know what you're going towards. You become bored. And boredom is fake tiredness. It is. Because you feel like, you know, when you're doing something you don't like and you don't even know the goal to what the fuck you're doing, it's pointless. You you don't, there is no effort. You just run through the motions. It's kind of like my kids doing dishes. My, my kids, I tell them, yo, do the dishes because we want clean dishes to eat off of. This really makes a big difference when we eat off clean dishes in the house because we're the parents cooking the fucking dinner. So all I need you to do is the dishes. But as a child, you don't understand why you're doing the dishes. You think it's a prison sentence. And because a child thinks it's a prison sentence, they just half-ass the dishes. They, they just go through the motions of, of wiping them down, but they're not trying to scrub them clean because to them, it's busy work. It's bullshit. They don't want to do it. There's no drive to do dishes because you want a clean, hot meal on a nice, clean plate with clean uh, fork and spoon. You know, they don't think that way. They think, why the fuck am I doing this? And so I want you to connect with that, my kids in that sense of your life. If you're thinking, why the fuck am I doing this? It's time for you to step back and say, yo, man, I need to write down some goals, have a focus and be driven towards that shit. And there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's, it's, I'm going to ask you bluntly, what the fuck do you want in your life? What is it that you want? See, for me, I always told myself I'm not a nine to five guy and I constantly fought that. I'm just not. I'm not a guy that can go to a job and work a job just to be a cog in a machine. That's not, I'm an innovator. I'm a thinker. I'm a creator. That's where I'm the strongest at. So for me, going to a nine to five was, was pointless. There was no drive there, but, um, when I decided to become an entrepreneur and say, yo, I want to work for myself, I still needed a job. 
look, I'm not one of these guys that's going to tell you, yeah, I decided to become an entrepreneur and from day one, I worked for myself. No, that's not what happened. What happened was I made a decision and committed to that. So I said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to commit to that. And then after that, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I'm going to research how to even do this. I don't even know what I want to do, but I was committed first and I figured the rest out later. And I worked on self-development. I worked on, you know, my branding. I worked on changing my mindset. Those keys right there helped me clarify, okay, all right, how, where am I going? What, what, what point, what focal point do I need to have? I've changed, uh, you know, even how I coach and, and what I call myself. You get what I'm saying? I've rebranded myself. I used to be the number one entrepreneur mindset coach because I was helping entrepreneurs. And that's just what I labeled myself. And then I rebranded myself and said, you know what? I like helping entrepreneurs, but a lot of people have trouble with positive mindset. And that's easy as shit for me. So I rebranded myself and worked in that area. And I tell you that because I want you to really understand that it's okay to pivot and move in a different fucking direction. You're not stuck. If you're stuck... You're bored. You don't know what to do. It's because you're allowing the ego to judge your situation currently. And you're allowing what you think other people are going to think about you making changes. Basically dictate what you're doing right now. What if we stripped all that? And what if we started over and said, you know what? What the fuck do you want? And we got super clear on what the fuck you want. And then... What if we looked at what you are just naturally good at? Stuff you don't need to go to school for. Stuff that you can work on right now. Self-development. What can you self-develop right the fuck now? Now, you might have to buy some programs. You might have to buy some audiobooks. You might have to get a mentor. But right now, what do you need right now that you don't have to go to school for? Like, what do you need? And let's figure that out. It's to start really fucking simple, man. You got one fucking life. One, you're going to live this life like the the first part of this whole episode where I was telling you how I just got up and just kind of dragged my ass throughout the day. And are you going to continue that until you retire? Is that the kind of life that you want? Or are you finally going to step out on faith and go do what the fuck you want to do? Now, me telling you this in 2021... That doesn't mean my life has been fucking easy and everything has been, you know, golden path to success. No, man, it's been fucking hard as shit. But choose your hard. Choose your hard. You're going to be hard and go in the direction of boredom? Or are you going to go hard in a direction that drives you towards what you want to do? It's up to you, man. Don't make the choice based on where you are right now, based on what you think you can attain. Make the choice based on what the fuck do you want and go in that direction. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. This is my episode, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity, every single Wednesday. Guys, I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Let's begin. Let's begin.